You're listening to Western Reserve Radio at westernreserveradio.com on the Live 365 Network and the Live 365 app. Corrupting the minds of America. It's Corrupted Files Radio with Justin Silvestri and Alan McGass. Broadcasting live in the House of Broken Promises, located right here on the Boulevard of Broken Dreams, in here in the city where dreams become nightmares. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Youngstown, Ohio. Welcome to the fifth episode of Corrupted Files Radio. I got my good friend, tag team partner of the, of the future, only undefeated tag team professional wrestling history, Alan McGath. We don't do jobs anymore. No more jobs. And to my immediate right, the one and only... Spelling Bee champion of 1973 at Woodrow Wilson High School. Put it back gentlemen. all the way to 1973. Button Pusher Jim. Button Pusher Jim. It was a year before I was born. <laughs> so Ouch. I got to tell you, um, it just it just changes. It changes every week. So just don't get don't I get, get older, younger. Yeah, don't, just don't get uh, used to a number because it's gonna. I might even say 1989 one week. Just to, I might even throw 2011. I got a brother that wasn't even born until 2000. I mean, good Lord. Wow. That's an yeah. age gap. Listen, you, yeah. yes. I was driving home from work today. I have to warn you about this. Uh, and so I get these terrible nosebleeds in the summertime or sometimes in the winter, too, because I have really bad allergies. Right. So it's been kind of off and on, kind of seeping here and there, you know? I'm on my way home from work today, and I sneezed. <laughs> yeah. And it was awful. Like, I'm choking on my own blood driving home yeah. from work. I'm, like, trying to spit it out the window. Of course. And it looks like if you like the people sitting in the stoplight next to me had to have been, like, like terrified. Because I'm, like, hanging out the window, like, just spitting up blood. <laughs> they probably thought, like, Michael Myers was in this, like, the passenger seat driving a knife into my back. I had to squirt my car off with, with the hose oh when I got home. The inside or outside? The, my scrubs were all covered in blood. <laughs> Both. The inside was terrible. I found like a giant clump oh. of blood. It was horrible. So if I start like bleeding everywhere in the middle of the show, I apologize. This well, was in Youngstown? Uh, No, it was on my way back into Youngstown, coming out of like Salem area. Oh, it was in Youngstown. They didn't, bought, they didn't notice. They They're didn't just care. like, oh, that's usual. Yeah, it's Thursday. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody else is dead. Well, you could be, my, be like my wife when we first started dating. I... Uh, decided to do something nice for her. I was like, you know, I'm going to clean her car out for her. She does a lot for me. We ju- we just started dating, like freshly right. new dating. Right. So you don't do these nice things anymore. No. They, I've, I, listen, I'm married. I got two kids. The game is over. <laughs> right. I already won. I don't right. do that. Right. So anyways, I, I go in there and I see all these empty water bottles. I'm like, okay, it's nice. Like drink a lot of water. Yeah. In She's the water. Thirsty. Yeah. In the water. And I look, I take a closer look. There's not water in there. Oh no. What's in there? It's mucus. Ooh. She can't spit out of a window. Now, we started dating in February. Well, I wish I'd have had a bottle earlier because... So, yeah, so she couldn't roll the windows down because, first off, it was too cold. Second off, it was too cold for her to stick her head out of the window. So she had about five bottles filled with mucus because oh she had a... God. I'm like, what is this? She's like, I just, I just can't roll the windows down. It's too cold for me. I'm it like, is, you know? it's literally like five... Well, I just don't have the trajectory to spit out the window. I'm like, this is disgusting. It's Yeah. Well, you know, the worst is when you try and it like flies back in and hits you in the face. Now, <laughs> Now I've done a lot of dumb things in my life. I can honestly say that's I don't think this ever happened to me. Maybe one time on a roller coaster. Have I'm, you ever driven past somebody and they hit like a? Um, I was in Virginia Beach and I was driving, 
and I was making fun of my wife about something. With She might have been driving. I was making fun of her driving. That's mm-hmm. what it was. I was making fun of her driving, and I'm sitting in the passenger seat with the window down, and somebody coming, like passing us or whatever, coming back through, somehow hit this giant puddle, and just it all came in the window and drenched me. Oh, It was horrible. It was like muddy, and it was dripping mud off of me. Well, that did happen around, so I live on a on Horseshoe. So when you turn the when you, when you turn the street or turn the street onto my street, you have to go around another bend, and then my house is there. So you got a straight line, that's right. bio, and then you have the horseshoe, whatever. So we turn the bend, and I just hit the pocket hard enough that the water splashed up and doused my wife literally within seeing distance oh, of my wow. house. I'm like, I am so sorry. She's like, Well, I hope you didn't do that on purpose. You like, were laughing though. At I, the, I was in, I, inside. I was laughing. looking. I was apologizing as I was looking out the window so she could see the side, right. my, her, you know, her periphery. You're like laughing with one side of your mouth. <laughs> I like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, All right. Anyways, enough wife This talk. reminds me of Benia Payday. Oh, Benia Payday. <laughs> oh, let, you know, let's, let's start. Let's, <laughs> Benia Day is every July 1st, and it took place, it started from 2011, and it's going to go all the way to 2035. Let's let me give you some background of, of Benia Day. Obviously, Benia Day is for um, American baseball player Rob. Can I help you? Is, is that better? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Hard at work over there. Uh, Roberto Martin Antonio Benia, known as uh, Bobby Benia, was a boy- baseball player born in 1963 of Puerto Rican descent. Okay. We're not going to give you all of his playing stats and his career and stuff Nobody like cares. that. We're just going to fast forward to his time with the New York Mets. Right. Not the first time around, but the second time around. In November of 1998, now this is from his Wikipedia page, so you obviously know this is a, a reputable source. In November of 1998, the New York Mets acquired Benilla from the Los Angeles Dodgers in exchange for Mel Rojas. <clears throat> Again, his level of play did not measure up to expectations and had numerous clashes with manager Bobby Valentin. Let me stop right there. How many players have actually had run-ins with Bobby Valentin? First of all, yeah, that right there, that doesn't say a whole lot because Bobby Valentin... Probably one of my favorite managers. Just because he doesn't get along with anybody? Well, that, he, or he's so inept? That, well, don't forget the time that he got kicked out the one time and he came back and he wears sunglasses and a fake mustache. Yeah, and, yeah, you remember yeah, yeah. That? I remember that. Great times. Anyways, um, the, the clash was over lack of playing time. His tenure in New York culminated... Tends to happen when you suck. Yeah. His tenure... Well, when you're Bobby Boney and you think that you're better than what well, you right, are. Right, right, yeah. And this is also 1998, so this is before the millennials took over. It, well, actually, no, this has probably been... There's a millennial joke there anyways. But anyways. Okay. We'll come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> His tenure in New York culminated in an infamous incident during Game 6 of the 1999 NLCS where the Mets were eliminated by the Braves. An 11-inning game while Bonilla, Bonilla, listen to this, Bonilla reportedly sat in the clubhouse playing cards with a teammate, Ricky Henderson. So your team oh, wow. that traded for you to help you get over to the hump, you're on the bench. just like, the hell with it. I'm just going to go play space with Ricky Henderson in the clubhouse. How hey, how know. big are your cojones to do something like that? Well, look at what happened with Francona in Boston with the uh, the beer and the chicken. And by the way, chicken and beer, fried chicken and beer, very good combination. Right, delicious. Also a uh, ludicrous CD. Oh, Chick- I didn't know that. Chicken and beer, I think it is. So so anyway, this yeah. this dude. So how does this lead us to him getting one point nine million dollars every year? Oh, every I'm going to tell you. Okay. After his subpar 1999 season, the Mets released Bonilla, but still owed him $5.9 million. This is the fun part. Bonilla and his agent offered the Mets a deal. Bonilla would defer payment for a decade, but 
the Mets would have to pay him an annual paycheck of $1.19 million starting in 2011 and ending in 2035, adding up to a total payout of $29.8 million. They should have just paid him the $5 million <laughs> and been done with it. What, what in the hell? Hey, have I got a deal for you? We're not going to take payment for a decade. And you can build up your team. You can you know, um, uh, sign your starters, whatever. But... When that clock strike midnight on Jan- July 1st of 2011, you're going to pay us $1.19 million for the next 24 that years. That is one hell of a retirement plan. By the way, who's his agent? We need to get, we need to get that guy to represent us. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, <laughs> wait. Here's why the deal was accepted. Okay. You got to read down a little bit more. Yes. Okay. Mets owner Fred Wilpon accepted the deal mostly because he was a f- heavily invested in the Ponzi scheme operator Bar- Bernie Madoff. Oh, nice! And and the ten and the ten percent returns he thought he was getting on his investment with Madoff outweigh the eight percent interest the Mets would be paying Bonilla on the initial five point nine. As a result, the payout was subject to an increase during the Madoff investment scandals. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's like getting an extra contract. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I don't think he's doing anything. Of course not. And Why would you? You're getting one point one nine million a year to do nothing. And he's well, he was born in sixty three. So he's, what, 55 right now? He's definitely not playing. Well, clearly. He's not coaching. He doesn't sound like a very good coaching personality. Yeah, but, like, and, and I was looking at it, and the amount of money that he's making more than some of the superstars today is staggering. He he makes double what Frankie Lindor makes a year. Bonilla. Yes. Wow. He's, Frankie makes $625,000 a year. Speaking of Frankie Lindor, uh, we might as well just go ahead and trans, uh, just go ahead and do the old... Transition into. We're gonna do that, and then we're gonna come uh, back around. Because well, it's, it's like yeah. a, it's like a it's like goes. a circle yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't want to talk too much about this because I really don't care. Right. Uh, but LeBron James went. To, and by the way, I really was hoping that he wouldn't go, not because I really care that much, but because I really want to come on here and just make fun of everybody in the national sports media. Oh, they for, they had him pegged to leave. Yeah, and they the they were they ended back up, to Cleveland. They ended up being right. Well, but I mean, in a roundabout way. But like, they wanted this. LA thing to happen, which is hilarious because it's not going to benefit him in any way. He's no. just going to. It's basically he just went to went there. I don't know. It, anyway, the, the, so so anyway, LeBron's in LA. Uh, they're already calling him LA Bron. If that's not obnoxious enough, you know I don't really care about as much about that. But there's a lot of talk about you know the the banner in Cleveland. Yeah, gone, gone. Okay, and so that's coming down. But now there's this big discussion like we should put something else in its place, and a lot of people are talking about. Who would go in its place? Um, and first of all, I just want to say, if it's any any Cleveland Brown or anything to do with the Browns, you know, all this this about how the... What was that? Oh, that was me. Was that you? It's the speaker. It's the... There's a spring on the microphone. <laughs> Radio gold. Anyway, I'm totally lost in what I'm saying. So yeah, why don't you so take over for me? So the, the banner was coming down. There's a big banner. Banner's debate. coming down. Big no debate. Browns. You want no Browns on there at all? Well, why? 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 Listen, the Browns are perpetually awful. Yes. And the Indians are not. So why don't? Why doesn't the city of Cleveland give the tribe the spotlight for a little while? Two reasons. Everybody loves an underdog. Okay. The Browns have won one game in two years. That is the worst stretch in any sports history. I, well, I mean, okay, we'll 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 say football because it's, it's very hard to only win one game in an eighty-two game basketball yeah. season or one hundred sixty-one. Right. But anyways, if they win the Super Bowl this year, 
it's not going to happen, but can you imagine the national media will actually come to Cleveland and just, just, I don't, I don't, I mean, I would think it would be positive because it was such a turnaround in that quick of a time. I think it would be really great if they were able to. Right. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be great. I'm just saying that just a year ago you were having mock parades because they didn't win a game. Right. Also, the Browns sell out win, lose, or draw. Yeah. Cleveland Granted, is, there are less games. There are, but but Cleveland Indians have been have are going to win the division what three years in a row now. Yeah, and probably probably next year, right. and, and even possibly the following year. Although, you know, they might trade Kluber <laughs> for two back end <laughs> for power two back end power arms. So I, I I hate to say it, and it really hurts my heart because I'm more of an Indians than a Browns fan, but I think Cleveland is a football town. Oh, I think it is too. So. And that's why you see the the outlets, the media outlets, saying with LeBron gone, the Browns are the only hope for Cleveland. Which, and I'm okay with that. Put the pressure on the Browns because when the Indians have had the spotlight, what did we do? We choked a two zero uh, nothing lead in the ALDS in 2017. Well, it's funny because I think it was NBC Sports or somebody actually tweeted that mm-hmm. about a story about. Um, the Browns being Cleveland's only hope, and Jose Ramirez retweeted it and responded, "Are we invisible?" That's fine. Be invisible. Yeah. That's true. That's Who cares? Point. All right. Um, other MLB trade news. Anything going on? Anything um, good? It doesn't seem like it, other than where's Manny Machado going to go? Well, I'll tell you in a minute. Manny watched 2018. Full Manny watched 2018. There's a poll up on MLB trade rumors. And you know, while, while I'm getting this up, let, let me ask you this because you know we both have. We're both Cleveland fans, but I'm more of a Cleveland fan than you. Not saying that my fandom is any better than yours. I just happen to like more Cleveland teams yeah, than you. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So if given the opportunity, they said, Alan, we want you to pick who's going to be on this uh, Sherwin-Williams building. Is that the building with the banner? Yes. Okay. Yes. Who are we going to go with? Who are you going to go with? So here's a question. Do you go with somebody who's currently playing with ed- either of the three teams, who's probably not going to be here in a couple years with the way professional sports goes today, or do you go with somebody like a Jim Brown or somebody like a, you know, somebody who retired? I don't know. I don't. I can't think of any baseball player recently, um, unless you went like with like real old school and put like a Larry Doby or somebody up there. I th- I think what you would have to do now because for- if you put because the big push is to put Lindor up there, right? But, it, but he's going to be gone in a couple years, like you pointed out. So then you're gonna what are you gonna put it? You know, put yeah. Somebody, what are you just gonna keep changing the banner around? If you're looking for you know, the whole point of the LeBron James was he, he was supposed to embody the city, and they tried it twice, you know. And, and LeBron is no better than any other free agent that came here. Maybe Bob Feller. I, I would be okay with putting, like, a Mount Rushmore of, of athletes. all the classics. Yeah, like, maybe, like, a Bob Feller, a, a Jim Brown, you know, maybe, maybe LeBron James. Maybe, yeah. maybe do, like... Um, Albert Bell, no, no. <laughs> or what you could do is do like um, major sports moments in Cleveland history, like the like the foot, like um, like a still. So let's say like um, I don't know. Um, what, and I'm just using it off the top of my head. But when um, Sandy Alomar hit the walk off home run, oh yeah, that's a good one. In, yeah. in, in the All Star game back in '97, right? Or you know, um, it would be kind of cool if they did some sort of. Um, Instead of putting a banner up, maybe like one of those graphics thing that always kind of changes and it can cycle through a bunch of different things. Uh, that'd be cool too. I mean, then then you know it's just as easy as program to take Lindor when he goes to play right, for New York. Exactly. Or you could just if plug LeBron and play. comes back a fourth time, which we could probably put him, he probably will. Let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I'd be okay with something like that, but there's really nobody right now that is the face of Cleveland because... Well, nobody stays. Nobody stays, and nobody has... Th- had- to be honest, there's nobody that's the face of any city, for the most part, anymore. Right. That's more and more becoming a thing of the past. I mean, what, you want to put Jim Tomey on there? Jim Tomey couldn't get out, couldn't get out of his uh, Indians uniform fast enough as soon as he was offered right. a contract from the Phillies. You're going to put Bernie Kosar on there? They cut Bernie Kosar. Bill Belichick right. and Art Modell cut Bill Belichick. Right. Or, uh, Bernie Kosar 94, and he went to the Cowboys. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you could put Jim Brown, but Jim Brown only played eight NFL seasons, and then he retired, which is fine. I mean, he was, you know... It was, uh, uh, Who he, just recently retired, um, played his whole career with the Browns? Uh, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. You can put be, him up there. Good, but then the good. argument is he's from Wisconsin. Who cares? Well, I get that, but yeah. like this is where this is where Frankie Lindor is not from I, Cleveland. I, listen, <laughs> and this is where people. This is and I'm on a Twitter guy, so this is how this is where the people combat each other. Okay? Or we could just say screw it, tear the stupid banner down because it's a stupid idea to begin with, and just root for our team. Yeah, but it's it's put Chief Wahoo up there. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, please put these. <laughs> Put the picture that CNN posted back of the in. guy screaming at the other. Yes, <laughs> that yes, one. Yes, with, with his Chief, face painted with like red. a facade of yeah. Chief Wahoo in the background. <laughs> All right. Well, by the way, if you want to send us some hate mail, this yeah, is a good time to plug, plug the website. I mean, if you go to www.corruptedfileradio.com, you could go ahead and click over to the contact button. There's a nice little form there. You can call us racist or anything you'd like. Send it on in. We'll read it on the air within hey, reason. Did, did you? Did we get any from last week? I know, dude. I checked every day. Nothing. Either we're not being controversial enough, or offensive enough, or people just—that's it. Every, like us. Everyone, kids are going to cages. I don't even care. We're I'm putting all of your kids <laughs> in cages. Jim's over there sweating. He's about to pull the plug on the whole thing. So if you is during this broadcast, if you hear it's like a skirt, and then you hear like um, I don't know, like uh, another show pops in, either that or some, rerun, some 80s glam rock. Nick You'll, Popio <laughs> comes in. Yes. All right, we got we got two more minutes, so we got to hit hit the break. So. So, so uh, uh, my my, my what t- do we got? Well, you know what? Let's let's finish up with LeBron. There's no good trade rumors, anyways. Well, there's a few right. that I want to talk, but we'll go. We'll talk about right. LeBron for a second. We'll go all to right, break. Right. Okay, jeez. Right. LeBron. LeBron. Okay. So as we know, LeBron left. He's gone. He's going Gonzo. to Los Angeles. Yep. See you later. Two eighteen. Arguably, I think has a worse roster than the Cleveland does. Yeah, and, and Golden State just got better. And, and Golden State now has five All Stars. So why do people watch basketball? I, I'm not. I'm done. Okay. I'm a hockey guy now. Well, hockey's fun. Hockey's a lot I of think fun. We mentioned this last well, week. a few times. Yeah. But I, I think why people are so up in arms about about the um, about LeBron leaving it's the ex girlfriend factor. But I'm going to take it one step better. It's not about, it's not the ex girlfriend that left you for the you know the, the hotter more doctor. It's the fact that she maxed out all your credit cards and yeah, left and you with nothing left. and then left because it's not once but twice he did this. Well, by all the counts, he's doing the same thing in L.A. right now, controlling their roster, making their decisions for him. So you know what? Maybe it's for the best. I mean, good luck for him out there. I mean, I'm not going to go there and kiss. Listen, his, I like LeBron. I think I'm not he seems kiss like his ass. he seems like a good person. He's a great person. He's, doing, he's a great role, does, role model. Yeah, he's more than an athlete. He, yeah. he like, so there was political stance out there. Bless your heart for doing that. I mean, yeah. whatever. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a Laker fan. I'm, I'm gonna. No. You know, it's whatever. I'll yeah. still cheer for my Cavs. They're gonna win 20 games this year. But that's all right. That's all right. I still got the Flyers. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well. Well, there's LeBron talk. All right. We'll, we'll be <laughs> LeBron. LeBron. We'll be, we'll be right back with uh, with some. I guess we'll do our uh, we'll go through our trade rumors. Let's do it. All right.
I've been censored. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Boy, you do you have like a? Do you have a? Uh, I don't know. I think no. Do you have a roast in the crock pot at home that you're trying to get home to? No. Like you blew past that first segment. Listen, the, the I'm music didn't even stay. stop. I'm trying to get into and listen. We have an hour. Ish. Ish. <laughs> listen, we got all this stuff. And I just want to make sure we get everything in, okay? So what happens if we're going to sit here 37 minutes like, well, I think we got everything. Well, then we'll just, we'll to, that's not no, going to happen. Listen, if we get done 37 minutes, happen. we get to talk about um, our wrestling career that, uh, oh, yeah, that Jim, the, Jim had no idea. Privy like, to. Oh, I thought that that's was all a, right. We didn't know he was a cop. So. I thought that was a joke. Yeah. We don't joke about that we stuff. We don't joke. That's serious Jim. business. I didn't mean joke like in, I didn't think you could do it. I just... Uh-huh. I thought it was some kind of inside type. You know, I didn't just like cops doing backflips and guns going off. Right. That kind exactly. of inside joke. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well What do we got? Trade rumors. Here's the thing. And I hate going to Bleacher Report for all my news and rumors. Well, stop going to Bleacher Report. Well, it's it, I have the app. It's right there. It's, okay, it's accessible. Yes. What about MLB trade rumors? That's a lovely site. That is good. But but the thing is, is like the problem with the MLB trade rumors app is they'll talk about double A prospects getting traded for double a prospects oh yeah that's a waste of time. so Nobody i want to know i that. want the meat and potatoes i want to know what's going on before the trade deadline ends on the 31st all right well where's manny machado going because that's what everybody wants to know he's going to the sebring tigers in japan sebring tigers in japan <laughs> so you ever see that movie mr baseball that's where i got it from okay yeah uh so anyways here's where we're at manny machado watch 2018 and this is this is how great this app is um first there was a report that uh Manny Machado is going to the Dodgers. Fifteen minutes later, there was a another report that D backs and Indians reportedly most motivated for Machado. So he's going to one of those three teams. You know what I hope happens? Tell me. I hope that they just don't trade him. That'd be so stupid though. Wouldn't that be oh, it would be really stupid? They should first of all, it's stupid that they haven't traded him yet. Yeah. Okay. It what are they hope- waiting for? What do they want? Apparently they want the world and Whatever GM trades for him's firstborn child, but they're not going to get the world. No, not for a rental. No, they're you know what's going to happen? He's going to end up going to the Yankees for some single A prospect that ne- that that everybody knows isn't going to pan out, right? Because that's what always happens. But every other team that tried to acquire him will be asked for their top prospects. But the Yankees come along and like, yeah, sure, you know, for that, uh, for, that Jenkins for that, for that, yeah, Staten right, Island. yeah. He's a you, garbage because that man. always happens. It always happens. So, and and I obviously the the length of contract has something to do with it. But if you're general manager, you know, two months, <laughs> yeah. If you had Machado under two years with an option for a third or one with an option for a two, would you be more reluctant, or would you would you be more willing to trade your top prospects? If I had Machado for a couple of years, I'd trade. I would say trade everything for him if they're willing to trade him because you he's an impact player. Absolutely, you put him in anywhere in the lineup, any lineup. At any lineup, and he's going to give you thir- yeah. thirty to forty home runs, right? Over hundred uh, sterling defense, yeah. Probably one of the best third, third base, wherever you're, you know. And you can sell that to him, yeah. You can get him now. I don't know if the small market teams will be able to. Well, okay. Well, if, me, I'm, Manny me, Machado, me, if I'm Manny Machado, I'm happy to go anywhere that gives me a shot at winning, even if it's just this year. I mean, you're going to go wherever they send you. He has no control over anything. He has no. no he doesn't have a clause. no trip. No, okay. So if 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 they say you're going to. You know, you're going to, you know, Pittsburgh, and you're going to play third base, or you're, you know, that's it. That's all there is to it. I don't know, man. It looks nice. It's shiny. It's cute. It's fun. It'd yeah. be a great injection into the 
you know, into our lineup, but there's no room for him. Not I mean, in th- Cleveland. Oh, no. no, no. I, 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 I. Okay, let me refrain. There is room for him, but somebody else is not going to get paint playing time. Now, obviously, the odd man out would be Jason. Kipnis. Well, they'll stick him in the outfield, so he'll get playing time in the outfield. Yeah, but I'm just pay- I'm just telling you how I, that's going to go. I understand, but center field, the last two, <laughs> the last two postseasons, you had the uh, combination of Bradley Zimmer, Tyler Naquin, and Jason Kipnis. Yeah. How many wins did we have? Booting balls all over the place. <laughs> How many wins did the Indians have in the postseason when, when one of those three was in the outfield? Hey, listen, you're preaching, preaching the choir right here. I'm just telling I, you. Listen, I know I'm t- we're on the same page yeah. on that. Not good for radio, obviously. Yeah. But for the, the, for the uh, three people that do listen to us that really want Manny Machado, who are Indians fans, yeah. uh, I'm going to have to tell you guys. Eh, no, no, listen, f- fill your bullpen out. You have the lineup. You have everything you need in place. You don't need. You don't. If anything, maybe consider an outfielder, who you know who's a, like a actual reliable outfielder. But you don't need Manny Machado. You need some bullpen arms and maybe an outfielder, and just move on. Uh, to be honest with you, we were talk th- talking this during the break. Take a chance on Mike Mustakis. There you go. If you really want to, he's cheap. Base, yeah, I'd like to see him pick up like an Adam Jones and stick him out in right field. Uh, he could be traded. I mean, I don't know his contract information. Well, he's, he's a rental, too. So Is he really? Yeah. But he's not going to. They're not going to get the yeah. world for him, either. So, I guess we're agreeing on we can take a rental, just not too expensive. I'm not giving Middle you everything. Quality. If I'm a general manager of any team in baseball, I'm not giving you everything I have for two months of Manny Machado unless I am absolutely positive that that's going to be what pushes me over the hump. And And I can't look at any team in baseball and think, boy, if they get Machado, they're going to win it all. I just can't see it. So let's let's just say let's play devil's advocate. We get Manny Machado, and we do our washer, blah 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 blah, and it's getting ready for contract talks going into twenty nineteen. How are you going to sell Manny Machado being in Cleveland? You don't. You let him go. You let him go. You let him go. You let him go. Yep. You, you have to. You trade your. If you're going to spend, no. You, if you're going to spend, who do you? Who do you? You let him go. There's no way. If they pick up Manny Machado, it's for the rest of the season. It's a one-time deal, and that's so it. So you're going to waste your breath. The Yankees. No. Well, I mean, you make the the make good offer. You know what I mean? The here's here's a fifteen million dollar offer. You know. <laughs> well, who who plays third base for New York right now? That guy that's holding the place for Manny Machado. Okay, oh, I don't know if they had a. I don't know who play, I don't know who their third baseman is. Um, we should know this stuff. We should. I'll tell you in a second. Because if the thing is, if he's serviceable and he's, you know, a decent player, then... Uh, okay, Miguel Andujar. I stand corrected. Moving forward, it looks like Manny... <laughs> <There's> <laughs> a... Yeah. All right, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that if you, if you take him on, it's because... If they trade for him, it's because, you know, despite all the hype, if they trade for him, it's because... They're able you to put do butts it, in the seat, or they're able to do it without giving away what they view as the farm. You know, yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna pass on Tristan McKenzie, who's one of their top prospects in Akron yeah, right now. Yeah, well, and that's that's what it's that's what I, they're gonna you know ask what? for. I'd be okay giving him Mejia. Really? Maybe. Hmm. I mean, oh, that's a tough one. 
it, it just all depends on how long. The thing is, is you got to pinpoint which one of these top prospects isn't going to amount to anything. So who has the least? And uh, and, and you know what's going to happen is is they'll keep McKenzie and they'll trade it, if they do this and they trade. Um, well, they almost tra- listen. They had McKenzie dealt or not McKenzie. They had Mejia Mejia dealt. They also dealt Sheffield, who was a top pitching prospect, and they also dealt. Frazier, who mm-hmm. was the top prospect in the in the organization for Andrew Miller, and and it, the the deal for uh, Luke Roy that fell through. So remember that. So whenever you say, "Oh well, last year they didn't do anything," but remember the year before that they were willing to sell everything. So if they feel as though that they have a legitimate shot, like they did two years ago, or like they did last year, see last year they just didn't think they needed anything, but they did something small. I don't remember who, but yeah, they did a couple. It they got Bruce, who ended up being a small move that was right. big. Somebody else. It was Just remember that I said, don't be surprised if you see a big move. Well, that moves brings or worse. brings us to our next um, article that I wanted to go over this with you. Actually, I got two articles that we I really want to talk to you about. Get your idea, get your thought on. Um, and I'm I'm not going to do all 30 teams, but uh, Bleacher Report has a report. Uh, every ML every MLB team's nightmare 2018 trade deadline scenario. So all the buyers and sellers, all 30 MLB MLB teams, what be the worst case scenario? So throw a team at me, and I'll tell you what their worst case scenario is. Well, we're Indians fans, so let's do Indians. Let's go Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland worst case scenario is they fail to upgrade their bullpen. So they're not even talking about Machado right now. Though. Yeah, well, that is their worst case scenario. It is. That's accurate. Okay, give me another team. Um, let's go with our good friends, the Yankees. New York Yankees. This is this should be fun. That's Milwaukee. Here we go. Uh, they fail to add an impact starter. Well, they may very well fail at that. Well, they're in talks with Degrom, or either Degrom or Syndergaard. Sin- How do you say his last name? From New York, Syndergaardner, Noah Syndergaard, 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 yeah, um, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. What does New York have to offer, though? They don't have a very rich, uh, um, not bullpen, but a rich farm system, do they? I think they do. Do they? I don't know. I have to look into that. I mean, they probably have to trade some of the prospects that they got. From the moves that they made two well, years the, ago, all the big yeah, but they were really smart about rebuilding that team. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, I'm not going to go. Th- is there any other teams that you want to know? Because that's just goofy. I, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> some some of the major ones that we were talking about. Um, the Tigers failed to cash in on uh, Nick Castellanos, and and we talked about the Royals uh, failing to cash on Mike Mustakas, which he's they're not going to get a lot for him. No, he's hitting like 190, isn't he? I don't know what he's hitting overall, but he's had a rough month. Well, and with Machado out there, he's going to be second, second choice. And I would take, reason. I would take a huge flyer on him. I'd be okay sure, with that. Sure, I like Machado. If, if they got middle bullpen help, listen, he could be just like Bruce was last year, and send him on his way. Yeah, that's and it. He'll float Same deal. So, see you later. And bye. He'll, sign, and, 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 he'll and sign a big three, four year deal with somebody making insane San Diego. amounts. Of, right, <laughs> probably or Philadelphia. Or somebody. Right. All right. Well, here's another one that uh, really caught me off guard. I, I don't really fall in Ashley too much, but. Um, it came across that the the Nationals have lost five in a row. Uh, they had a players only meeting. Uh, I think this is the first time they're under five hundred since like two thousand fifteen. It's remarkable because they've been 
pretty much the standard in, in the National League. Not regular season or playoffs aside, you know, for all intents and purposes, very good for a long time. Right. So this is the this is the um, the uh, title of the article: slumping free agent to be Bryce Harper picking the wrong time, a wrong year for a letdown. Basically saying that he is really working his way into the discount bin. Yeah, I don't think so. I, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a great player. He's 26, 26. He's going to get paid. I don't care if he doesn't get a hit for the rest of the season. He's going to get paid. Enter, now, but listen to this, though. I mean, there's, there's some validity to this. Um, entering play on Monday, the Washington National Star was hitting a scant 216. Well, that on, does suck. On Sunday, he went 0 for 4 with two strikeouts and a 13-inning loss to the Phillies. Just get him a few at-bats against Josh Tomlin and he'll be well <laughs> on his way. So, but we've also talked about those stars, and I say stars with air yeah. quotations, going down to AAA. We've seen Sano do it, yeah. our good friend Mike yeah. Moustakas do it. What do you think? I don't think he's going down. Well, yeah. I'm sure he would. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just speaking in a hypothetical world. He'll get hot. We've still got half a season left, over half a season. He'll get hot. He's going to have a down year at the end of it, but he's still going to put up. I guarantee you he heats up. Well, his his he's trending downward. April he hit two forty one, May two twenty one, and June one eighty eight. Maybe he's hurt. Could be. Um, <laughs> some this is great, uh, and this is from uh, an, ex, an Sorry, I'm trying to get my words out here because I'm trying not to laugh. He's simply overrated. The <laughs> the executive told Robert Murray of FRS Sports, "The good ain't worth the bad. He's a losing player. Cares about himself more than the team." Uh, if I was in charge and had money, my team would not pursue him. Interesting take. Yeah. Obviously. I've always kind of got a weird vibe about him. He's always seemed a little douchey to me. Am well, I allowed to say that? He's not even paying attention. Okay. Start dropping four-letter words. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to move on. You got anything else? Not really. I mean, it's been a pretty slow week. I mean, obviously all these reports are, well, we think this can happen. Yeah, it's and we think we're going to pack his app. Until I get I, and, and I hate doing this part of the show, but I feel the listeners need to no, be no. We we got to do it for our baseball, but listen, in about two weeks we can start putting some substance behind some of this, so that's when it'll get fun. I think you know, and I know I'm pressed for things for the big announcement at the end of the show. We should probably do a live um, draft or not draft day, but a live um, uh, trade deadline special because the trade deadline's over at four, right? Maybe, yeah. yeah I, I think, think it was last year. We did something last year. What do you think, Jim? You in for a trade deadline sure. special? Trade deadline special. Let's do it. Thirty first right. is a um, is a Tuesday. That could either be a really fun show or a really boring show, depending on what what happens. Well, if, if well, it's three fifty eight, and uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates just traded a single A player for cash to be named later to the Philadelphia Phillies. And somewhere Nick Popio is rolling in his grave. Yeah. All right. Moving along. I got noteworthy news here. Um, I'm going to try to buzz through these. Um, hopefully, none of them inspire any rants from anybody. <laughs> uh, first headline. Oh, by the way, if anybody wants clarification on these stories, just ask. Yes. Twenty-two-year-old pre- preacher clarifies that he wants gays executed humane- humanely. It's very nice of him. He do what now? He wants gays executed humanely. Oh, gays! Matt- I, thought, I thought he said he gazed. <laughs> Matt Powell is a young <laughs> gazed. He gazed is a young Christian preacher with a little over 350 YouTube subscribers. Listen, if this hack can get 350 YouTube subscribers, we better get some hate mail. Seriously. Come on, people. Come on. He wants the gays executed humanely. But at least he wants it done humanely. So let's let's go back to last week's show, The Ten Steps of Genocide. <laughs> well, there you go. We were talking genocide Unbelievable. last Unbelievable. What an idiot, right? 
I mean, I'm I do your do your thing, man. I mean, live your life. I mean, I'm not going to go out there and march hey, in a parade listen, and I hear paint you. rainbows, I'm with but you. I don't want them dead. Just in time for <laughs> uh, just in time for July Fourth. Uh, poll shows a record low, forty-seven percent. Extremely proud to be Americans. That's it. That's it. It's a record low. 47%. 47%. So more than half our country doesn't even like being us. I don't know if they don't like it, but they're just kind of embarrassed with our recent behavior, maybe. Okay. Those are the probably the 53% who were not in the polls voting. Could be. If they were that embarrassed. Could be. We'd have a different president right now. Maybe. And yeah, but yeah, well, none of these people that are giving the big, that are complaining the most, none of them voted. I voted. I so did. I can complain all I want. Well, Deal with it every week. Well, you know what would be funny? And this is just where my mind went because I love politics as much as I love sitting on a cactus with no underwear. But let's just say those 53 p- people that we said that they didn't vote did vote and we had another person in office. I bet you that report would be substantially lower of who would be proud of America than it is right who now. Who knows? I'm sure it would be different. <laughs> speaking of not being Take happy. Take that, liberals. Speaking uh, of not being happy with who we have uh, in office, uh, the Trumpists are very upset with Walmart. Surprisingly, I thought that they loved Walmart. They're the, they're one of the most patriotic countries I saw. Walmart top, top ten, yeah. Walmart. Well, they're selling in Peach Forty Five apparel on Wal- at Walmart and on Amazon, and it's causing quite the stir. Walmart's getting boycotted. You know, this takes some of the heat off of Starbucks for whenever they bring out their holiday cups. Well, just just keep in mind. I mean, they'll still have customers, and that they won't get pull, sponsors pulled, or they they won't get their their. Uh, their corporate office shut down. It's just the times we live in, man. That's Probably a, not. I that, don't think that's so. That's a Roseanne Barr reference. I, I know. Okay. I'm I know. You're sure. still hurting about Roseanne. <laughs> All right. We got a Fair's cl- fair, man. Come on. We got a clip with this one. Um, Trump uh, had a visit with the Dutch prime minister. And for one thing, this guy is an interesting guy. Apparently, there's some big, like, he cleans up his own messes. Which is in huge contrast to hiring a guy to follow you around with scotch tape and tape up all the papers that you rip up and throw on the floor. Oh, man. May he rest in peace. Uh, he's no longer with us. Um, <laughs> oh, he's dead now. <laughs> uh, but go ahead and play this. Uh, he was talking about trade with this guy. This Rutt is his last name. What's his first name? Uh, Mark Rutt. Is it Rutt or Root? I don't know. R-U-T-T-E. Um, he Trump was talking about the uh, trade deals that he's trying to make, and as you know, Trump has ruffled, ruffled more than a few feathers with his uh, tariffs and trade deals, or lack thereof. Um, well, anyway, let's just play the clip, and uh, the uh, the uh, f- the Prime Minister of uh, I already forget where he's from, uh, uh, the Dutch Prime Minister Minister uh, took a little bit of exception to something that uh, the Donald had to say. Yeah, this was from WhiteHouse.gov. We are very close to making some very good trade deals, uh, fair trade deals. I don't want to say good. I want to say fair. Fair trade deals for our taxpayers and for our workers and our farmers. And a lot of good things are happening. I think the EU, uh, we're going to be meeting with them fairly soon. They want to see if they can work something out. Uh, and that'll be good. And if we do work it out, that'll be positive. And if we don't, it'll be positive also because... <laughs> No. We'll just think about those cars that are in here and <laughs> we'll do positive. something, right? You have to work but something. it'll be, it'll it's be not positive. positive. But again, Mr. Prime Minister, thank you very much for being here. It's good to be here. That was like a total just, I don't know. I've never seen anything like that. I, and that was in the White House, too. That wasn't. So this guy came to our house, our country, in our governing body's house, or our 
didn't back down, man. He, and President Trump said, A, B, C, nope. Can't even get nope. this. Nope. Nope. Got to get it done. I'm happy to be here, but nope. Nope. Good for him. Guy's got balls, man. Big ones. <laughs> now, how soon? Into, now, that was Dutch, right? Yeah. How soon do we start like boycotting like tulip shops? I don't know. We're probably going to nuke them. <laughs> Trump's going to go on Twitter and threaten nuclear war. No. You know what the best part is? He's going to put a boycott on Copenhagen uh, chewing tobacco. Probably. Speaking of nuclear war and hot things, uh, the yes, planet recorded all-time heat records over the world during the past week. Ooh. It was hot. Just, oh, my God. I Listen, I hate sweating. And I went to a fourth of July, well, third July party, and I was playing. Um, um, what was I playing? Cornhole. Yeah. And I was playing this other game where you like throw a frisbee, mm-hmm. and you had to hit the frisbee into like a trash can. I can't remember what it's called. I was drenched in sweat. I, I, oh, dude, I mowed the grass last week, and it was the worst decision I've ever made in my life. I, I went to my dad's yesterday to help him put his deck up because my dad's, you know. Yeah. It's gonna cool off though over the next seventy five tomorrow. Yeah, so that'd be nice. But anyways, I was I was there observing and I was holding the yeah. railing. Yeah. And you felt it like dripping. Oh. oh, isn't that the worst? Well, and then because I make smart decisions, my wife had a spa day for us. All right, we got we got two minutes to get through. through my wife had a spa day for us. I sat in a spa in one hundred thirty one degree uh, temperature today. Nice. Thought I was gonna die. All right, Illinois' governor says voters should not support the Democrat over the Nazi GOP candidate. Apparently, there's an openly Nazi. GOP candidate. Um, that guy's kind of an idiot. Um, lions eat <laughs> a group of rhino poachers in Africa. I saw and, that. And, yeah, and you know, I heard that they're they were so torn up and destroyed that they don't even home, know how many poachers were eaten. That's a bummer. In breaking news today, Scott Pruitt. Uh, the fact that we only have like a minute left is going to stop me from going on like a Justin Silvestri style rant on this but he resigned today but this dude is so full of corruption cronyism and criminal activity that we talked last week about hey you know if you break the law you break the law why didn't this guy go to jail i don't know what he did oh i got a list of it but we don't have time (laughs) we actually don't have time to go over the list of it oh shucks the dude was that he was using taxpayer money to go on vacations and renting out condos to coal. He's the, by the way, he's the EPA chief, renting out condos to coal company executives and stuff. Total corruption. Kind of wish he was one of those guys who went poaching those tigers. Oh, that's a good. Well, way I'm to go. sure he poaches. We'll be right back. <laughs> Well, I'll just jump in here because Justin's playing on his phone. Headset, headsets are off. I think you forgot we had another segment, didn't you? Well, no, I was trying to, you know, um, look, pimp my child out to Oreo because he. Um, <laughs> You're gonna my, wait. You're trying to what? <laughs> so my wife sent me a video of him eating Oreos, and it was almost like a commercial. So I tweeted them, and I'm waiting oh, to get. Okay. I'm trying to get a lifetime lifetime gotcha. supply yeah, yeah, of Oreos. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, not that I need them because apparently my diet habits are not, you know. Good for Alan. Alan thinks I'm going to die. Well, you eat Taco Bell every day. No, I don't eat Taco Bell every day. Listen, I worked in the car rental industry. No, you don't. It, I used to. You did. I said worked. Past oh, tense. I, I said, they yeah, said yeah, I yeah. work. No, 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 I worked. Yeah. Worked. Uh, and that lifestyle <laughs> encourages terrible diets because you don't have time to eat. Nope. 
Nope, 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 nope. But I, I started. <laughs> I know you're gonna laugh at me because I came in with a taco and a and a slush. I was like, I started a diet. Two, two slushes. Well, uh, to be you fair, two slushes. And to you- be fair, I asked for a large, and they told me, well, we don't have any large cups, so we're just gonna overcompensate and give you two mediums, because I know if you add two mediums together, obviously equals one large, right? Sure. No, it sure doesn't. I think I think you got a bonus. I no, did. Actually. You drank all of it. Well, they probably listened to the show. They probably rec- recognized well, my give voice. Give this guy an extra. He's pushing <laughs> these. Oh, he's pushing these slushies as these delicious watermelon slushies. Oh, they're so good though. Because I got these little like um, not bad. I got these candies at the bottom. You chew yeah. them, they taste like watermelons. It's healthy. It's very really good for you. Like, I, good thing I did that f- three mile run today. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you did. Check my Facebook. I'll check. You put. Oh, you, you okay? It was like two point four three miles. Oh, that's good. Thank you. All it was right. a walk run. So my wife slowed me down. Uh, <laughs> an infamous French criminal managed to escape from a prison on the outskirts of Paris after an armed commando landed in a helicopter on the complex's courtyard and whisked him away. The Fran- uh, France's Ministry of Justice said on Sunday. Now, Jim, you're a man of the law, an officer of the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. At what point in time? Do you just have to step back and say, hmm, bravo. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. That's movie. Right? It's movie style. Yeah. I want a car and I want a million right. bucks. Yeah. This dude just, oh, like, the, pick, does it, like, I'm sure I'm picturing this way differently than what it, how it went down, but like, how are or you picturing probably not. it? No, it may have actually, I mean, can you imagine <laughs> how this happened? It's the French. Right, of course. They do well, everything in style. Well, not only that, they, they also, um, Give up a lot easier than most, you know. This going, guy didn't. He yeah, hired him. But, but, but I'm saying the authority. If going back to well, that's the stereotype, right? Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So they probably saw him. He's like, I'm going to leave, guys. He's like, okay, okay. We'll enjoy your weekend. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Here's your helicopter. It is the French that say wee oui, wee, oui, right? I didn't just make that up. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we. Oui. Yeah, we's yes. Okay, we we yes. So for any Frenchmen that are listening to this, we do apologize. But just go and send us some hate mail. (laughs) It's hey, your your country did this to yourself. We had nothing to do with this. Nothing, nothing at all. They're freedom fries. (laughs) I remember that freedom (laughs) fries. Stupid freedom toast. What a stupid like. Oh, oh yeah, freedom toast. I did have some freedom toast this morning. It's freedom toast. Delicious. It's it's just pandering to the masses. That's all that it is. Yeah. So so anyway, this guy he hops in a helicopter. Uh, I don't really know what else to say other than that. I mean, that's just that's your take. I mean, I'm speechless. That's amazing. I just want to get, you know, I just like I said, you know, at what point in time, like if that happens, if you're like the police, you got to just be like, huh, touche. I, if, so <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I'm with you. If I see this guy heading into a into a, a helicopter to escape prison, I'm like, you know what, man, you deserve it. Seriously, if you were able to concoct this, gigantic they should make plan, that guy a national hero. He probably did something really terrible. They though. should part. Well, okay, if he didn't, unless he committed genocide, they should probably just pardon him. Because oh, this is not the first time he he uh, escaped in. Uh, he probably turned himself back fashion. in. He's like, you know what? He did it in 2013 with explosives hin- hidden under tissue packs. First of all, <laughs> this is this is like El Chapo times ten. Is this is is there no metal detectors? coming in and out of French prisons? Is it just like a revolving door? Just, apparently, you could do whatever you want. I can't imagine this happening anywhere in the United States. <laughs> because I, I'm just picturing somebody coming in with a birthday cake for this young gentleman. He said that his life of crime was inspired by American films such as Scarface and Heat. Way to go, America. There you go. 
America. This is America. Why, this is why we're forty-seven percent not That's proud it. of this country, right? Because we got we're encouraging criminals to break out of jail in helicopters in France. Ugh. Shame, shame, shame. Okay, all right. So it, I, it's time for your favorite segment, idiot of the week. I love it. I break. You never tell me this, so my yeah, reactions are authentic. Authentic. They're not expired. Like we don't talk about it. We talk about like what we're doing on the show. Hey, we're talking about Manny Machado, LeBron. Cleveland Indians news. Yeah, yeah, we always know what's going to, but this is, I keep this under wraps. Okay, I'm ready for this. All right. Okay. Iranian commander accuses Israel. Damn ads. <laughs> Iranian commander accuses Israel of stealing Iran's clouds and causing a drought. <laughs> <laughs> An Iranian general has accused Israel of stealing its clouds in order to manipulate weather and cause drought in the Islamic Republic. Brigadier General Golam Riza Jahali, and I know I just butchered that, head of Iran's civil defense sure organization, said that uh, the changing climate in Iran is suspect. Yeah. Foreign interference is suspected to have played a role in climate change, said. Okay, so for those of you that think it's like way out of like reality that you know maybe the, the Russians interfered in our election, this kind of takes it to a whole new level. Uh, this is being reported by Daily Mail. Um so, yeah, you can go ahead and read up on that. So, thoughts? Well, there's a movie about that. Well, isn't there a conspiracy about, like, chemtrails and stuff? Some Alex Jones crazy stuff? Oh, by the way, did you see that Alex Jones' latest conspiracy theory? No. That all of the liberals were going to start a civil war on July 4th. Yes. How I- does he come up with this stuff? The same exact way that I prep for the show, <laughs> I have ideas against the right. wall, I throw my gum, and whatever well, That sounds six- good. <laughs> So, but no, there's actually a movie about people stealing clouds. No, it, it was manipulating the weather for war gain. Really? I can't. Oh wait, was it a recent movie? I'm pretty sure. And then it, Geo was it Geostorm? That's it. Yeah, that's it. And then no, it, no, no. Geostorm though was they were they were like uh, they had to create like a fake climate or something, and then eventually something happened. But I do think you're right. There was something about something. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Well, th- but also go back even further. The 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 movie um, wasn't Deep Impact. The Core. Do you ever see the Core? I remember the Core. Yeah. yeah. So they were this the military was creating this weapon to give the enemies, um, you know, ten point oh Richter scale earthquakes. Right, yeah. But in doing so, they stopped the core of the Earth. Oh well. They I had to go to yeah. the had to go to the center of the Earth. They had to get it started up. Foolish, <sighs> foolish, foolish. Got to jumpstart the Earth. That's what happens when you take. Not God's beauty in your own hands. All right, we got to finish up here. The last, because I want to push the, uh, I want to plug the show. We got a few more minutes here. Your political pick of the week. Oh, this is terrific. <clears throat> now you know I have basically no stance on pol- politics at all. I'm more conservative, but I don't call myself. Conservative. But this is fantastic, regardless of where <clears throat> you stand. Trump. This is from independent.co.uk. Trump administration set to abandon fundamental WTO rules after devising a bill called the FART Act. <laughs> Isn't it the Fair and Reasonable Tariff? The Fair and Reasonable Tariff Act. Uh, the U.S. FART Act stinks, <laughs> says longstanding Trump ally <laughs> Anthony Scarmucci. The mooch. Uh, Donald Trump's administration has drafted a bill that proposes um, abandoning fundamental principles in the WTO, that is a World uh, Trade Organization, 
uh, the Fair and Reciprocal Tariff Act, dubbed the Fart Act, would give the president license to raise tariffs without congressional consent and sidestep international rules. I heard this on NBC the other day. I was working with a patient of mine, and it came on the TV, and they were trying seriously to talk about this, but they had to mention it as the Fart Act. So just for all intents and purposes... Let's pretend like he has the authorization to do that. Uh, just <laughs> completely go- keep the name. You, this has got to be a troll job, right? I, I hope so. I mean, I can't think of any other. Is this showing like his personality? Like, hey, you know, approval rings is in the tump. Let's do the fart act. So people are like, wait, what? <laughs> that's a, that's got to be the it's fart gotta act. Be. It's got to be. There has to be something because no, there's no way. I know how inept government can be, but there's no way that they didn't notice because they changed. Um, you know, what was it? Operation Enduring. Um, wait, hold on. It was Operation Enduring something. Went back in 2003, they're in shock and awe. Yeah. But it was oil. Oh. So they changed it to Operation Enduring Freedom. Yeah. So something like, I mean, they've made yeah. gas like yeah. that before, yeah. but he just like. This is obvious. Yep, this a fart act. Fart act. Yep. And they haven't bothered to roll it back or nope. scale it back. I'm just going to go ahead and. Uh, is fart act. I'm going to say piss on the World Trade Organization and uh, I'm going to license, I'm going to raise tariffs without congressional consent and sidestep international rules. Why? Because it's the fart act. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see if this, uh, if this is a fart act or not. Um, but anyway, before we go. Uh, we've got to plug the webpage. We have to. Go to www.corruptedfileradio.com. We're on Twitter. We are. We actually changed the handle because I was tinkering around the other day. I put some cute little graphics and everything else like that. So now it's so a lot cute. easier Adorable. to find us. Yeah. Now we are corrupted underscore radio. Corrupted radio underscore radio. Tweet at us. Go online. Send us a message. We are on Facebook under the McPopecast. Still working on getting that changed. Um. And next week, we're going to be live from, what are we, 6 to 8? 6 to 8 next week? 6 to 8, we will be live. Uh, We will be taking your calls. Yes. So, 6 o'clock, give us a call. Send us messages in the meantime. And uh, that's all I got. So thank you to our friends at Western Reserve Radio for putting awesome. up with us for one more uh, one more hour yep. per week. That's it. Uh, Keyboard Warriors, get all your questions and hate mail ready because we're, we're ready for we're this. We're ready to so, go. Thanks Bring for it on. Thank you for listening to this abbreviated show. And I say this because it's actually only been an hour. <laughs> so enjoy your week. Uh, hopefully next week we have some uh, Indians news with Machado or bullpen help, or hopefully the NBA just falls on itself and completely disbands. But other than that, Alan, I got nothing. Enjoy your weekend. All right, you too. Thanks. I think they're playing us off. <laughs>